Bonjour mes rebelles intelligents. In 2016, I was very lucky to meet Stig Stevenson. Stig Stevenson is a Danish man who is a worldwide record holder of holding your breath underwater. And guess how long he kept his breath underwater? 22 minutes. Yes, that's right, 22 minutes. Well, to be fair, he breathed a pure oxygen just before which a double his performance, but still, it's pretty impressive performance. He's also a holder of a worldwide record of free diving under ice, so he's just the master of breath. And in this video, he shares how you too can learn some breathing techniques that you can apply in every field of your life, every day, to have more performances and to be more serene and to be more zen in your life. So without further ado, here is Steve Stevenson from the end of 2016. Hey Steve. Hey, how are you? Steve, first, uh, I said you are a worldwide champion of uh, freediving. Can you explain what it is briefly? Uh, yes, it's freediving is holding your breath underwater and doing something. All right. So you can dive deep. I had the world record in that. I was the first to break 200 feet uh, limits. Uh, you can swim in long distance, which I really like because I come from a swimming background. <clears throat> so you swim and I have some Guinness World Records in this and some other world records. So <clears throat> the speciality I really like is diving under ice. Under so, ice. Blanchet, uh, le glace, or whatever you say in French, something like this. Yeah. But <clears throat> um, really exploring the body in the most natural way. So um, <clears throat> we were in East Greenland doing some records and it was fabulous because when you really meet th this vastness of nature, this, you know, you become so small and you understand you're just a little pst, nothing in the universe. So it's a, it's a great way to challenge yourself uh, and this is just what I do. I don't recommend anyone to go out and dive under ice, but <clears throat> it's just a demonstration for me that in life we all face challenges and, and so it's my way of like an artistic expression of a metaphor for a difficult challenge, a task, you know, the hero's journey like, okay, you come to slay the dragon, you plan, you travel for days and years and, and, and then finally you're here. So it's, you know, you have to see if you're a man or a mouse, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> for me, it's a very interesting thing because then with the breathing and with the right mindset, you can overcome the cold water and, and maybe make a world record. Yeah. And, and this is my point. I want to show that there's an incredible power in breathing and, and, and conscious breathing because it controls our life energy and the life energy controls our focus and the focus controls or dictates our success. And the success hopefully dictates our happiness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how long have you been under ice? Uh, it, it's not so much about, it's more the distance. So 500 feet is one Guinness World Record I have. 250 feet is another one. Maybe people have seen it yeah, on YouTube you because check, it yeah. went like uh, viral because there was last year this bucket ice bucket challenge. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, for a good cause to raise money. But so some people put my videos and say, oh, here's a real challenge. <laughs> not just pouring some water on the head. So it's just numbers. It's this and that. But yeah, you're right. 22 minutes. I was the first to break 20 minutes on breath hold in the world and uh, that was a great honor uh, also to break like a human barrier. It's, it's all about mental barriers, right? We put these limiting beliefs on ourselves from the medical world, from the entrepreneurial world, from a socio-economical world. We put these limiting beliefs so we live in, you know, scarcity and we're not really sharing our full, you know, potential. 
So when I do this diving, it's not because I'm crazy. If you think I'm crazy, it's fine. A little bit crazy is good, but uh, it's actually, you know, very controlled. I'm very perfectionistic. I'm very passionate, but it's not just the, the world records. I'm a four times world ch champion, as you explained. It's, you know, I could be six, eight, ten times. It doesn't matter. I don't change the world. So now when I do these dives under ice, in shark tanks, like I said, I was the first to break 20 minutes in 2010. I did 20 minutes 10. Mm -hmm. So I demonstrate that I can focus so much on a task that I end up at 20 minutes 10 seconds, like the year 2010. So you uh, obviously have an amazing discipline on willpower. Can you share some tools you, you use or are using right now to increase this discipline on willpower, make things easier, you know? Well, there are different things. Everything I do in life, I do from breathing. We all do this because we breathe every day. We breathe about 30,000 times a day, actually. But many people don't think about it. So <clears throat> one good thing for everyone is to just elevate the consciousness. Mm -hmm. So to start to think more about how do you use your energy and also how do you generate more energy if you need it. So we generate energy from people around us, from good food, from making exercise. But the core energy we create from breathing and we translate oxygen into energy. So I work a lot on, on um, breathing exercises and stretching and keeping the body subtle. And what happens is also that your brain becomes smarter or more creative. Mm -hmm. Because when you start to connect the breathing and the, the way you think in a more uh, subtle way, you can start to connect the dots, so to speak. You start to be able to open different areas of your brain and then also we can talk about moving into a different mind state. So you can move into a process that I'm sure every entrepreneur and every person in the world has experienced. It's called flow. Mm -hmm. And flow is a term from sports psychology coined by the very famous sports psychologist Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi that I'm honored to call my friend as well, but a very, very intelligent, wonderful man who did interviews with thousands of top athletes and artists and he asked them so can you point out some of the key elements when you're totally in your passion when you love what you do when you have almost like a creator in your arm you don't know what you're doing things are just happening automatically and your brain is fired up it's like a firework and and you you don't actually demand any direction you just stay open <clears throat> so there are many mindsets you can enter and flow is one of them so flow is when you become what you do. One very interesting key factor is that time disappears. So if you need to plan something or uh, evaluate something or create something, it's, it's, it's an incredible ability if you can find what you would call workflow. So find the flow between your skill and the challenge. If the challenge is too easy, we all know what happens. It's boring. You don't get the job done. If it's too difficult, what happens? You give up. You give up or even worse, you get stressed. Mm. Many, many people get stressed because the task doesn't fit their uh, level of uh, expertise or they, they, um, yeah, they, they maybe believe they don't have the skill, even though they have it. So it's a limiting belief and that will stop them from moving, advancing forward. So I think a lot about how breathing in different situations affect me. And, and the, the incredible thing about breathing is that it, it, is, it is the communication between us. It's a silent communication. So when I breathe, the breathing is in you. 
The breathing is in people around us, in the plants and the animals. It comes back, we exhale the CO2, the carbon dioxide. The plants make the photosynthesis and we get the oxygen. So we help each other. In biology, because I'm a biologist, it's called a symbiotic mutual relationship. You're a biologist and uh, you have a PhD in medicine. A PhD in medicine. So I come from a, a world of research and science, mm -hmm. but I am a biologist by heart. Okay. It's my passion. Animals, ocean, nature, uh, all colors. It's, it's just, you know, biology means the science of life. Mm. Bios is a Greek word for life and logos is learning or knowledge. So biology is the science of life. What is more interesting? Mm -hmm. Maybe entrepreneurship, <laughs> the science of real life. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, so in general, the breathing is so fascinating because it's, you know, it's secret and, and it's subtle communication. We all know when we feel sad or we give up, you know, the body language, but it's also the breathing. We hardly can breathe. It comes up here in the top, especially if you're stressed also. It's lung breathing, you know, it's top lung breathing. So it's chest, it's chest, it's chest. You're not in the diaphragm. You're not in the creative space. You're, you know, tensing up and your brain does not have room to move. You know, you're tense, the signals are not coming back and forth. And, and then you lose your creative energy and, and your imagination, so to speak, if you have a job or a... a uh, a project where you need to be very creative and, and, and find new solutions. So I use the breathing a lot for that and, and the breathing I think the most important thing maybe that people should understand is that breathing is the master of your life and it's the best teacher. So I used to say um, breathing is like uh, the most uh, certain lie detector, right? If you want to lie to yourself, well it's the truth, you know, machine. So you cannot lie to yourself. You can try to put nice clothes. You can, you know, if you know you had more hair than me. Maybe if you breathe badly, it means you're stressed and not as happy as you should, right? Exactly. But I'm just saying outer appearance. You can, you know, look good in clothing. You can do many things. You can even go to the gym and look great. But you are not happy inside. You don't feel great. So we can keep up appearances. You know, we can put a mask. We do that in many situations in life. But breathing, you cannot trick. You cannot trick your breathing, you, can, you cannot just, you know, when you sit down for one minute in your life, whether it's to check for happiness or for fear or for excitement, when you check in with your breathing, it will tell you exactly how you're doing. <laughs> if you have lost control of the breathing and you're jumping up and down, you're sad, you have fear, you're maybe going into panic. If you're talking slowly, and with a soft voice and your breathing is very slow and long on the exhale and there's a pause before you start again then it's because you're looking at a baby or a rabbit you know bunny rabbit like something nice right or something that you like you know artists painting or something that's incredible ah that's amazing but when you're stressed you have no no break there is no pause in your in your breathing and you're talking that's not my fault. If you do that again, I'm going to fire because I am telling you the last time. So, so this creates a lot of negative tension around you. So the breathing mandates the energy around you. It's not spiritual talking. It is spiritual, of course, at many levels, but I'm not talking at the spiritual level. I'm talking on the physical, physiological, psychological level. So if your breathing is not controlled and relaxed, it creates tension around you, this energy. We all know it. You can be behind a guy and you know he's not feeling well or you don't want to be near him. Mm. 
we all know the situation in life. You don't have to look in the, through the eyes to understand if a person you know, has this negative energy. So, so and, and the positive energy is the same, it attracts you. Yeah. Oh, this, 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 it's flowing, it's glowing, you know, there is this energy. And that comes from the breathing when it's balanced. So how do you, do you have tools or methods to improve your breathing? Of course, the, the wonderful news is that we all breathe, yeah. right? We're all Great here. News. <clears throat> But we all don't breathe equally well. And that's one of my points. You know, people spend hundreds, if not thousands of euros, dollars a month for good food, healthy food, organic food. You know, we're aware of the environment, which is very good. We also, many people are very conscious of the clothing, going to a fitness gym, you know, look good, be strong, take care of themselves. It's all good. But nobody pays attention to the breathing. That's why I started many years ago researching into all the incredible benefits of just breathing better optimizing your energy control, connecting that with your mind, of course, that's the key. Uh, and the thing with breathing is we breathe 30,000 times each day. Mm -hmm. And imagine if you had a company, 25,000 times each day we all breathe. So imagine if you had like a bank account and every time you put a, a dollar in, oh, you took 25 cents or 30 cents and threw in the garbage bin. Mm. That's not a very good business. Uh, it's not a very good business model either, but the thing is we don't think about it, you know? It's like we think about the good food because we see it and it's there, but breathing is more... Uh, it's, it's, it's volatile, it's, it's not so easy. To, we can't see it. You know, we can feel it if we listen to our body, but in general we don't walk around listening. That's why I said if you sit down and listen to your breathing and watch the frequency and how it feels, where you're tense, where you're open, then it will tell you the truth about how you are feeling. Okay. So how you're doing. Can you just share like few practical tips? That well, well, one thing is if you're upset or stressed or coming close to a panic attack, you know, you're really freaking out, maybe afraid, then of course again you go to your breathing. So you start from the basic physiological aspect and then you move into the neural parts, you know, to your brain. So you just control your breathing. So you're crying, so, okay. yeah. and then you go, oh, it doesn't help me, you know, I'm here, okay, that's enough. And then you shift to nose breathing. You don't hyperventilate and get a dry throat and, and you know, get a bad pH balance in your blood because you have too much CO2 blown out, so you don't have the balance between oxygen and, and carbon dioxide, right? So you say, okay, there's a simple technique. I saw this on this great video, on this blog. Okay, what was it? Nose breathing. So you start to breathe with your nose and you should do that always. Because the nose is not only a filter for particles and mosquitoes and pollen in the air, it's also viruses, bacteria that will get stuck in the mucous membrane. So whether you're an entrepreneur or, you know, nurse or an artist, it doesn't matter. If you want to be more healthy and not fall ill, you know, it's not natural to be ill. In this day and age, it's like everyone is sick. That's not natural. It's natural to be healthy. <laughs> you know, that's natural. Look at your animals. They're never sick. A dog is never sick. You know, it lives for 12 years, never had a day of sickness. It never had a day of, oh, I've got to stay home from work. It, really, right? Look at the animals. Look at natural things. That's why I'm so fascinated by nature. So you use your nose for breathing and your mouth for eating. That's the first tip. Mm -hmm. Always nose for breathing, mouth for eating. Also because with the, with the mouth, you see what happens? Not only do I get a dry throat and the air, you know, hits this part of the throat, but you go into the chest immediately. And it's a very typical thing for men 
because we're quite masculine and we want to go through things and we want to get work done. You know, when we talk about feminine, it's more soft and it's more elegant, like a ballet often, right? It's more soft and feminine. So for men, it's often very hard. So you're like, I want to breathe. So often I ask people, try to take a big breath. And the guys will often go, <gasps> because it's like they feel, oh, I do a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really hard. I must get a lot of air. But the truth is, if you compare this, which is just a little bit of air up here, right? You can hear it. It's nothing compared to. Here. It's a bit more. That's yeah. a very, very interesting demonstration. I, I think I, I hope you, you you saw it on the camera. Or how it all went from the from the. It's, belly. it's a full yogic breathing. And, and then, yes. yes. And so you really like, like your your um, your. Yeah, the yeah. the diaphragm. Yeah, the breathing muscle. Yeah, yeah. So so that's that's very in, uh, important to understand that when you do the masculine heart breathing, many bad things happen. Many many bad things happen. Physiologically, neurologically, anatomically, what happens? <laughs> what happens? First of all, you create a lot of tension in your body. That's obvious. That's the man, you know, ah, Superman. So that's already bad. So what happens if we look at it? First of all, you push your chest. You know, you you increase the press, uh, the pressure in your chest. This means the heart becomes compressed. It means it does not have so much room to work. So the cardiac output cannot be as large. They cannot pump as much blood. So what can it do? It can increase the frequency. Heart rate goes up. Mm -hmm. Instead of boom, boom, it goes boop, boop. It cannot work. So it goes boop, 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 because it needs to put out the same amount of oxygen. You know, you have 30 trillion cells in your body. They need oxygen, every single one of them. The cells don't wait. We have aerobic cells. You know, they need air. So the heart rate goes up. What happens when the heart rate goes up? There is a biofeedback to the brain. What does it say? Stress. Stress, adrenaline, cortisol, ah, fight or flight. This is the system of our nervous system that uh, the, the brands that we call the sympathetic. It's actually a quite bad name. I always, when, if people don't remember these medical terms, it's a quite good way to remember it because the sympath sympathetic is actually not very sympathetic. It's, it's quite bad, right? It's a stress system. Mm -hmm. But of course, the, 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 the fight and flight, the stress system is good sometimes. It, 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 it's uh, sometimes, I almost go into the French dialect, you hear, I'm a little Camille. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Um, the mirroring, it's interesting. No, but, but uh, sometimes, um, yeah, you, you, you want to be able to be in a stressed situation in the sense that you want to be able to be strong and run. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called fight and flight. You know, the old days, there was a bear, a tiger. Oh, you fight or you, you flight, you run. Yeah. So it's for short-term survival. But the thing we all know is in this society, we live in a long-term stress, you know, balance. So we're totally shifted, you know, out of balance to this stress system. So what breathing does, and especially nose breathing, is that it brings you to the other system. So you can visit that system anytime you want. It's called the parasympathetic, but it doesn't matter with the terms. It's called rest and digest. Mm. 
So it is as the term, you know, so describes. You rest, meaning that your body rebuilds the immune system, rebuilds the, the proteins and the amino acids, get time to rebuild your muscles and tissue that was broken down mm -hmm. from training or from stress. It uh, heals your skin. If you had a scratch, you know, you heal again faster. It uh, replaces everything in your brain and all the cells that needs to have a exchange, you know, every now and then. It needs a renewal. So, especially also your brain. So all these things start to happen, you know, also digestion. Many, many people have problems. I'm sure also entrepreneurs, especially in the most stressful times, will know that they have issues with digestion, uh, with going to the bathroom, falling asleep. It has so many implications because when you breathe from your chest and you don't move the diaphragm, you don't get a massage of the organs. <laughs> so you don't, massa organs. you don't massage the, the, the intestines. You don't get the food pressed down you know, in your system. You don't absorb the nutrients, the energy the vitamins, the minerals, as well as when you have it more soft and relaxed. And all your, your cleansing organs, kidney, spleen, liver, are sitting right under the diaphragm, mm. this breathing muscle. So if you don't move this, I can make a little quick demonstration, sorry, rated PG-14, yeah. <laughs> we in America. So the diaphragm is this, it sits like an umbrella, and this is the, is the most important muscle in the body. You know, maybe you never talked with your muscle, but you know, we know this muscle from the gym, especially yeah. the boys, ah, weightlifting. But this is much more important because this is what creates the energy. So if you're stiff here and you're breathing up here, the heart rate goes up, hypertension is the next step. So you get high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Then your brain has too much blood and you cannot think. And then you have this negative biofeedback loop for the adrenaline and what happens with the heart when you have adrenaline, it beats more fast. And so, so it's, it's like a yeah. negative spiral. Right? So it's very interesting because we can see that from just bad breathing, everything is going wrong and, and we are more less focused, your, less protein. Think about your, your, uh, your, you're more prone to become ill mm -hmm. because your immune system is shut down. Let me, before I show, this, let, let me give an example people understand because it can maybe become too technical. Okay, you're really stressed. You're running around, you have all these meetings, you have plans, you have to do this, you have to sell, you have to... All these things that we all know from entrepreneurs, right? I'm also a sportsman, but I also have a business and I think I'm an entrepreneur. I think I qualify, maybe. <laughs> no, um, the thing is that when you're in this stress system, you know, you're in fight and flight. You know, it's a good description. You either have to fight the problem, the challenge, or you die, more or less, right? That's what the body thinks. And, and if there's a bus coming towards you, you will die if you get hit by a bus, right? So you have to jump yeah. to the side. <clears throat> or you have to run, so that's jumping. You don't fight the bus, no, it's too big, okay, you're smart, you jump. But the, the, when, when you're in the fight and flight, it's like the, the, it's like the red phone, you know? It's like the, the red blue, yeah. well, like, the, the, like for the war phone, you know? They take the red phone and it's like, doot, 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 the blue lights, you know, the alarm. So when that happens, you create adrenaline, your pupils dilate, everything starts to rust, that's why you feel the shaking. And, and, the, brain is bad. and the brain, the, the creative mind shuts down because there's no time to be philosophical, uh, maybe think about something because you're going to be dead in one minute. No, one second, mm. like now when the bus hits you. So when you're in this situation, the body goes, all right, shut down, all systems, immune system, not very important right now. 
we can wait tomorrow with this immune system, white blood cells, you know, all this that keeps us healthy. Healing the body, uh, inside little tissues, scars, muscles that were torn from training, not important right now. We don't have the time. Forget about those amino acids, forget about the nutrient uptake, not important right now. Hormone balance, we don't have time to check that right now. And since we're in stress, we cannot produce the happy hormones, as I call them. Mm -hmm. Serotonin, dopamine, the ones we get when we make love, when we eat chocolate, when we create and feel fulfilled inside and, 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 and we stay with people that we care about. Then we have time to create all this oxytocin, all these things when we cuddle and we touch each other and, and have contact and feel great, right? We are vibrant. All that is shut down. Sorry, no time for that because we, we are dying. In one second, we're going to die. So it's maybe just to, it's a little, it's not an exaggeration, but it's just to show that you really have to be careful with your life uh, and, and not kill yourself slowly. You know, you, as an entrepreneur, we get so caught up in, we have deadlines, we have this, we have these big visions because it's our, you know, it's our own baby. We have this dream of making a company or a product or a, you know, save the world, hopefully something very interesting. And we all know that's the stress factor. We know we are here for a limited time. Mm -hmm. And maybe also to payment, you know, payments for the house, for the car, for the new software. We have different timelines. So how can, be, how can an entrepreneur, a busy entrepreneur watching this video can like learn to have more deeper breathing? Yeah, so we can go back to this PG rated material. So they can start to breathe with the nose mm -hmm. because when we breathe with the nose. Okay. And it, it have to. It facilitates diaphragmatic breathing. No, it facilitates. It it creates the deeper breathing mm -hmm. because you start to have control as anything in life. Anything needs control. Okay. Regulation. So you regulate the air stream, the air flow. Not only do you clean the air. We talked about it briefly, but uh, you know you get the particles out the viruses, so you don't get them into your lung and you don't get a lung infection. Uh, but also you since the, it's very very delicate the the breathing system so you get the air in and then it creates a special turbulence and laminar flow in the inner nose the inner nose is very big and it's a very uh, complex complex organ it's as big as the mouth so it, it, it we look at the nose like this some people have a small nose someone have a bigger nose but this is the small outer nose inside we have a huge inner nose and that nose will warm up the air if it's too dry it's like climate, climate you know, regulation. It will moist the air because your lungs, if you get too dry air in your lungs or if you run outside when it's cold, <coughs> it's like an asthmatic attack. Mm. So when you breathe with the nose, you get all the benefits because you get the right temperature, the right moisture. So it's soothing, it's soothing for the lungs to breathe and then the, the optimal amount of oxygen can be taken into your bloodstream and send with your heart out to all your organs and all your tissue. So when you do nose breathing, you facilitate this deeper breathing. Some people call it belly breathing, but of course you don't breathe into your belly. But since the diaphragm moves down, it pushes out all the organs, Okay. the stomach, the... So you, uh, you how, do you do that? Bit fat. how do you do that to, to make sure you, you begin with... The... You put one hand on your belly yeah. and you would, it's, it's the most simple exercise in the world, but maybe you cannot do it the first time, but you practice again and again and suddenly it's easy. And maybe even some people looking here, I'm sure, will realize, wow, I've been a mouth breather all my life. 
or wow I breathe too high in my chest that's why I I feel stressed here and maybe some people have a hard time speaking their voice out not not like ah but getting a message out because maybe they have tension here subconsciously they have tension here so it's hard for them to get this inner voice out their message because they're tense so when you start to open and understand this difference a whole new world can open like in an instant life-changing just from that change of breathing so you put a hand on your belly one on your chest and then you go only belly breathing is the first step and you're doing a good job so your chest is not moving but just your hand just just the belly your left hand you should move and you know you take all vanity away you don't care about if you look fat whatever you just relax and breathe then we move up into the chest and we keep this one still So this is the more masculine, the more, but we still control it a bit more with the nose, right? It's less fulfilling. You feel it's less. It's not nice, and it's tension. It's, you, it's less relaxing, yes. It's not nice. And then we combine them, and we see that it should be starting here as a wave, and then you stop when you're about here in the upper part of your lung. You don't want to go here and into your clavicular bones. Some yoga teachers will show you this, but it creates too much tension here, and you only gain. 2%, 5% more oxygen or air, but the tension will be 50% higher, so you, you lose that, that game, all right? So you try to combine it now. So you take first the stomach, then you roll slowly over the diaphragm, like where the connection is to your rib cage, and then, and then you just let go. Don't care about it, where it comes out, here, here, just. But, so with the mouth. With the mouth, you can also use your nose, but now we use the mouth because it's easier to hear for the people, but it's also easier to control because you have incredible things like the tongue. It's a very, very, very strong muscle, very incredible instrument, so we can direct the air so precisely. We can even say we don't want to push it out. <laughs> Nothing comes out, like you just stop, also you can use your throat. That's when you get a bit more advanced in the yoga breathing. You use your throat and you use your epiglottis, the soft thing in here. So, and then of course, you, you, you try to find that wave and then you, you, you make a slight pause between the inhale and exhale. And this is very important because you're starting to yawn. Yeah. And maybe your editor is going to cut this away. Maybe he's going to say, no, he yawned. And you know why? Because I, I did this deep breathing? Yes, because you do deep breathing. So it's a wonderful proof. That's why I'm, I took this example. You try to hide it. And now I start to yawn because it's, you know, it's contagious. So this is a beautiful example of why it de-stresses you. You know, it, it, it takes you from that, you know, crazy system to the rest and digest. And you cannot be in both systems at once. They're, of course, balanced in your life. But they're usually in every modern human civilization world too much in the stress system. We all know this. We know it. We have bad habits, but we don't do enough. We're not conscious enough about moving into this world and taking care of ourselves, letting the body heal, whatever you want to put in the term heal, but heal, grow, regrow, take care of the immune system, create white blood cells that are, is the part of the blood that kills all the bad things that come into our system. So yawning is a, a reflex that you're relaxing, that you're taking more air. 
We all know what a yawn looks like. It doesn't look like this. <gasps> no, it looks like... <sighs> it's a full breath of... It's like a timeout. A reset. And what we do now when we start this process that looks so simple and you go, oh my God, it's the most simple in the world. Yes, that's a wonderful news. Everyone can do it. Then you have a million exercises and you can become better and you can start, wow, to move and you can use different muscles in different areas. It's very important to understand we can breathe in many different ways. And this is my message to people. We have an incredible body, fantastic organ, you know. So when you start to control the diaphragm. Hmm. My God, it's very impressive. Wow. I don't know you, if, if you, you see that on camera, but it's like a big hole right but, now. Well, it doesn't matter. The point is you can breathe here. Like a quick demonstration. You can breathe here. You can breathe in both. You can breathe here. There's so many things we can do once we start to learn this process, but we don't learn this in one day like everything in life. But my point is we have this wonderful instrument and it's such a shame if we don't use it. So now we looked at some of the negative things. Mm -hmm. Heart rate goes up, hypertension, what does that create? Stress in your brain, adrenaline, sleep pattern get disrupted, you don't get a good night's sleep, hard to fall asleep. Many, many people have this, very difficult to fall asleep. This exercise we're doing now, belly breathing and moving into the chest, so good. And I'll show an even better one now. But I just wanted to point out with this yawning you were having that in just a few minutes, even less, when you start to make this a conditioned response, when you start to make the breathing connecting with your mind in the sense that it sends a signal, oh, now my body, my body is breathing in the nice way. Now I'm relaxed. Now I feel good. Then the brain goes into a different mode and it starts to be more creative and open for those spaces that need to connect. Because you're not in the fight and flight like, I got to get out of here or kill the tiger. There's no room for creative thoughts or for thinking into the future or reflection of life. So, all the negative things, there are many, many more, of course, with unbalanced hormone system, different illnesses, whole list that we don't even have to go into, but people kind of get the picture. So many you know, negative side effects for not breathing. But of course, it's the source of life. If you don't take care of the source and you don't take care of the, the energy levels, of course, you're going to be sick. I'm never sick. Mm. Well, why should I be sick? I breathe well. I eat normal food. I travel. I move. I'm not an angel or Superman. I'm a totally normal guy, but I'm very rarely sick because I just take care of myself. I also stress. And you have a strong immune system that is not. Uh... I, I I probably have a strong immune system because I well I have because we've done a million studies on me on all these Discovery Channel, National Geographic, all these programs I do because science loves to study a guy that can control some of these things and especially the breath holding because there's so many benefits. But um, let's not talk about those now. But then again, when you move into that system and the yawn comes, it's because you're talking with a nerve called the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have these thousands of, hundreds of thousands probably, smart entrepreneurs and business people watching your videos, but maybe a fraction of them have heard of the vagus nerve, you know? I never heard of it. No, it's the most important nerve in your system because it is the nerve that runs from your breathing and respiratory center and the, and, and the place where you also control your heart rate. Mm -hmm. So there's a little 
control center right up here where the brain meets the 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 neck mm -hmm. so right in this area where the brain stem starts and that sends nerves now we have 12 cranial nerves so two more 12 um, reptiles and birds have, have have 10 but when you go to the fish and to the frogs they they have 10 we have 12 but that's just a little thing if people think that's interesting but we have 12 but the 10th cranial nerve is the vagus nerve it means wandering vagabond vagus it wanders it's the biggest nerve we have it's three feet long one meter mm -hmm. and it starts here and it goes we have double nerves but i just show one side right it goes right here near the carotid artery from the breathing center and it moves right into your lungs and it sends a branch into your heart and it sends branches to all of your inner organs and even down to the lower part of your spine. So when you start to move into the vagus nerve, you activate the rest and digest, the relaxed system. And you start to regenerate and you give yourself permission and time to yawn and breathe and take oxygen and de-stress your muscular tension. So this tension, you let go. Your neck melts like butter, like, oh, it feels so good to yawn. You know, this the worst thing in the world is if you have a yawn and you couldn't finish it. Right? It's like horrible. You want to go again. And there are also techniques you can use that in breathing to exhale slowly and tap, do different anchors, and you can get to yawn on demand. I can do it immediately. Really? If anybody sees me before my world records in any YouTube, before I'm yawning like crazy. Mm. Not because I'm lazy, I'm totally de-stressing my body. Mm. Totally just... So are you saying that yawning is a good technique to de-stress? I think it's fantastic, okay. but, but it's not just so much about the yawning. That was more a, a, a demonstration that you're relaxed. And it's because you're triggering the vagus nerve, so that's what I want to get at. When you breathe in this way, not only does it oxygenize your body, your brain more, and you become more healthy and stronger, and you sleep better because you take this... What I do in, in, my, in my philosophy and breathology, the system I've created, is that I've taken all the best things I know from science from my PhD, from talking with the best doctors in the world. I've taken everything I know from extreme performance sports, holding a breath for 20 minutes, diving deep into the ocean, and then my interest for Eastern philosophy, timeless wisdom. I did martial arts, so I've also been in India and ashrams. It's a yoga school. I have two gurus, two masters in India. So those are the three elements, the three pillars that carry breathology, my platform. And I take many complicated exercises and I try to make them very, very simple. So I always work in a very simplistic framework. So four phases in my training program. If I do rehabilitation that I do with PTSD patients, with uh, people that have COPD, smoker's lungs, people that have different post-polio, different neurodegenerative uh, uh, diseases, I rebuild the nervous system. So all what we do in this is rebuilding and rewiring the nervous system and the connection to the brain and the connection to the organs. So it all becomes stronger again. So we have to decondition. We have to get away from the bad habits. So what I teach people is to become aware of bad habits, breathing in the chest, having too high heart rate, uh, being too much in the stress system, using the mouth, doing the wrong things. But it's not anybody's fault. It's not something you're taught in school. We just develop bad habits and we mirror other people and we see what people do. And if you're in an office and people are stressed, everyone around you will start to feel stressed. Okay. That will affect on the food yeah. choice. You will eat more salt, more sugar. We all know this. You will gain weight when you're stressed. 
When you relax and feel better, you find a girlfriend, you fall in love, everything becomes easier because you're in that other system. So it seems simple, simplistic, and it is, but, but I want to take people up and show them they have an amazing body and it's such a shame if you don't use it mm -hmm. for anything, sports, sex, breathing, creating incredible products, helping the world. It's a shame if you don't live your full potential. And if you don't breathe fully, you cannot use your full potential because you're only at 70% of that max potential. Awesome. So I think we had like, I did not expect, you know, the, to, to, to focus entirely on the breath, but it was very interesting. I, I, I hope that now you understand why breathing is so important. So yes, everyone is breathing all the time, but it's, it doesn't mean that we do that the right way. So you share with us a, a few exercises. So just to like breathe deep, deeply with, uh, Yeah. Be beginning by like the, the bottom, yes, exactly. And we'll give a little bonus exercise, of course, because to this one, to make it really super booster, like to make it like a ninja trick almost, mm -hmm. you put a ratio. Uh -huh. And it's very simple to understand because what you now know is that you have this vagus nerve, this incredible 10th cranial nerve. And now you know that that was the first thing we talked about. How can you use breathing if you're stressed or you want to be more creative or more productive? Well, you can simply just be aware of your breathing and start to breathe more fully. And that will trigger the vagus nerve. So it will activate the stimulus, the electrical signals, signals in the, this one. Mm -hmm. So your heart rate will decrease. That's one positive benefit. The blood pressure will fall. When that happens, you don't need to breathe as fast. So your respiratory cycle becomes less, meaning your whole body relaxes, meaning you can you know, rebuild your immune system, your brain becomes smarter, and you become more healthy. And not only that, you become also more resilient to stress, and you become more aware of when it is coming close to you stress and when you should stop or go to bed or buy healthy food and make healthy choices. Mm -hmm. So the last thing I want to show people to really trigger that vagus nerve because they will learn this quickly. Right. And of course, it's a lifelong process. I love breathing. I, I'm so passionate about teaching it and breath holding, but that's another story. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the second part of breathology. That's the other thing, the yin and the yang. But today we took one part of the breathing. The breath holding we can take in a part two because <laughs> yeah. uh, it is so fascinating and it's not known by doctors and it's, it's timeless wisdom that is so powerful, even more than the breathing for the mind control and for goal setting. Okay. Uh, but when we put a ratio of one to two, which is so simple, right? So what do you mean one? One to two. So the inhale is one and the exhale is double. Hmm. And the last thing I will say to people out there is I always teach, whenever I teach students in the world, the key to relaxation is in the exhalation, right? Okay. Because when you exhale, what happens? You're not an expert, but I just ask you, exhale, what happens? Well... Yeah, not the physical thing. How does it feel? <sighs> well, if, yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it relieves it's a bit of tension. It relieves tension. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels good. This is not so good. You always get told, breathe, 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 but breathing is not so good. It, it creates stress. It creates adrenaline because you're doing a job. You're working, but here... You let go. So what you do in the one-two ratio breathing, you extend that exhale. Okay. It becomes double the time. In other words, you stay double the time in the relaxed system. Now you're a little bit stressed when you inhale. You go to the stress scale. 
but then you exhale, you make a slight pause, very important, you come out of that soft inhale, it has to be soft and round, and then before you go down you take a slight pause, it stops, and then your body tells you you're ready, and then it's just a roller coaster. So how many times should we do that? You can do it just five to ten times, sit in the five, car, in the times. taxi, but the point is yeah. that you do the ratio one to two. So let's say we inhale for four seconds, let's, let's do that. So you go four seconds, let's say one second break, two, and then, or two seconds, and then eight seconds, out. And soft landing, and... So you always have to have this very, very soft, almost like waves on the ocean, like hills in the, you know, in the mountainside, like on the, on the countryside. And this binds everything together. It binds your mind together. It binds your surroundings together. So you become much more important than just yourself. That what you emit to people around you will come back. So when you're in this exhale and you know how to control it, because we talked about the tongue or the lips or the throat, you get a, a, a machine that can control the airflow. So it's con completely different of the uncontrolled, unconscious mouth breathing. And anyone who's stressed knows, maybe they don't know, but they realize now when I tell them that when you're stressed, there is no pause. So imagine if you want to land a, proje uh, a project or you want to sell something and you sit there, you're a bit nervous, sweating. And subconsciously, because you don't know these little techniques, you don't make breaks. You will never win that project. You will never get that sale. Whereas you sit down, you do nothing, but you do, but it looks like nothing. You say, welcome to the people. Yeah, great, you could come. And you just follow that rhythm, one to two. So it doesn't have to be exactly on the second two, but just a slow exhale, right? We get the point. The exhale is the rela relax, right? The exhalation is the relaxation. Yeah, okay. So you will create this wonderful energy around you and people will be attracted to you and you, you see yeah, how know. it's very, very subtle yeah, but it's very, very powerful. Yeah, I can, and I can like say that being around you, I, I can feel this, you know? Maybe you can feel the energy I, shift, I don't know if for you sure. see it from where you are. For, Maybe with people feel it in their own body. But yeah, when, when you are around you, it's like, yeah, very relaxing and grounding, you know? Okay. Well, awesome. Stig, thank you very much for sharing that. Thank maybe, you. Maybe, thank you for your time. Maybe we we'll do an episode two. So anyway, if people want to uh, get a bit more deeper into this, you have a, breath, uh, a website called Breathology. Yeah, breathology.com or they can find me on the YouTube channel or they can just Google whatever. They'll probably find me, Guinness World Record of 22 minutes or something like that. Or maybe you throw a link on your blog or something. Yeah, I'm I, sure I, is there is a link just under. People are clever and uh, Google is your friend. I'm, I'm sure they will find a way. But the most important thing is that you actually take action and start to try this breathing. You know, it, don't feel like, oh, it's a little bit strange and I'm a guy and is this yoga? Forget about all these objections, just try it and you know, you'll feel how great it is. And especially if you're in a stress situation, it's a wonderful weapon, secret weapon, because you breathe 24 hours a day, you know, why not make the best of it? It would be stupid, silly not to do it. So just try it and, um, and feel this change. And then after a few days, you get into this good habit because it becomes a good habit. Yes. 
And then after a few weeks, you feel better, you sleep better at night, you go, oh my God, I get so much feedback, of course, from my clients. I didn't believe that I could sleep so well. So the last thing, maybe when we end and shut the camera is, if people have trouble sleeping, because I know many, many people have this problem. Also when they travel, new time zones, it's a modern world, right? But mostly because the mind is so busy, we have all these things and we cannot fall asleep. Many people cannot. I fall asleep in 0.4 seconds. It's one of my secret weapons to also be strong and fresh mm -hmm. for a competition, world championships. When you do the one-two breathing, it's the best technique to fall asleep. Great. So you do slow exhale and you will sleep like a baby. Awesome. Well, 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 my intelligent rebels. Thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.